0: Arkansas wants to learn from history and not repeat it, especially when the ultimate test arrives this week when Alabama comes to town. Hello, I'm Brandon Marcello, and you're listening to the College Football Daily. Arkansas was supposed to be at the top of the college football world this week as an undefeated top 10 team hosting the bluest of blue bloods, number 2 Alabama. Campus was preparing to host ESPN College Game Day in a record crowd, but then the unthinkable happened last week. A field goal attempt doinked off the top of the right field goal post, and the Hogs fell to Texas A&M. The Hogs may be reeling, but are they kaput? No. There is hope. There is a way. Alabama might be 15-0 against the Hogs under Nick Saban, but the Tide is not invincible. Heck, one could argue they're road-weary. Four of Alabama's last five road games have been decided by an average of two points, including that escape act in Week 2 when the Tide snuck out of Texas with a 20-19 victory. Can the Hogs do the unthinkable in Buck history? That's what Razorbacks coach Sam Pittman, an affable and fiery coach, hopes to prove Saturday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on CBS. I sat down with Pittman in Fayetteville to discuss the Tide, a heartbreaking loss to Texas A&M, the future of the SEC, and whether a program like Arkansas can stand atop the greatest conference in the country in the coming years. Coach Pittman, thank you so much for joining us. Big week, Alabama coming to town. Every week's picking the SEC, especially yeah. against your schedule, but... How are your kids handling coming off the the A&M loss? I know it had to be emotionally draining the way that I, I've never seen a game end that way with the kick off the upright.
1: Well, I think the bad thing is we got beat. The good thing is it hurt us, you know. So we were, we had been eight and one of our last nine games going into that game, so we we weren't used to losing. So it's a different dynamic. I think when we first came in here and, and uh, we would lose, there was a, some type of a feeling, whether it's right or wrong, that we were progressing in the right direction or getting blown out by teams that had in the past. Then the dynamic changed to, well, we're winning, we should win. So do I think it was a little tougher this week, early in the week, to get over that? Yes. And and that's expected whenever you're thinking about winning.
0: When you look at what KJ was able to do in that game and then how things changed after the fumble, did you notice a difference with him, like even mentally during the game or after the game? And No, I
1: didn't notice a difference with him. I noticed a difference in the team. Mm-hmm. A&M had something to do with the third quarter, but we had a lot to do with it too. And And we were dead. We were lifeless at that, you know, in the third quarter. But it's been a problem all year where we were either a little behind Missouri State and ahead of the other teams yeah. and by the end of the third quarter the game's closer or further away uh, in the Mississippi State game than what it was at halftime we've got a we've got a problem we got to get fixed uh, we're trying to do it at practice trying to change up what we do in the second half a little bit uh, even in warm-ups and how we flex to see if it'll
0: change so you mentioned the third quarter issues and that's been an ongoing thing and you're changing some things. When you go against a team like Alabama, how important it is we talk about the I guess like the middle eight people talk about the, 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 the first uh, four minutes of that second half. how important is it to be able to finish strong but also start strong here at home?
1: Yeah, I mean I think it's important in, in every game but when when you're playing Alabama, You have to play a little bit better. You have to win. You have to play a little bit better. You have to start a little bit faster. You have to take care of the ball a little bit better. And all those type things because the margin for error decreases when you play a team as as good as Alabama.
0: I heard you say previously, I mean, everybody pretty much says that Nick Saban is the greatest of all time. I mean, you had an opportunity to to work for him. I think back in 2013 it was pretty Mm -hmm. public that you you said, no, I'm going to stay at Arkansas. I don't want to leave so quickly. Take me back to that. And how that all kind of transpired? Well,
1: I mean, it was just a hard decision, and 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 coach had a lot of fine candidates. That I mean, he could hire basically anybody he wants there. And as an offensive line coach, and and uh, you know, I had just gotten here uh, maybe uh, three or four weeks, maybe something like that, when I when I heard about it, and and uh, it was a tough decision. I mean, it was, and and in all honesty, uh, at the end of the day. My mother was bothered by it and didn't tell me when I talked to her about it the first time, but left me a message. And the message just said, I I can't sleep. I I didn't raise a son that would, you know, be disloyal and turn his back on kids. Uh, A staff said the timing's bad and uh, I just don't think you should do it. And I looked at Jamie, we were listening to the voicemail. And I looked at Jamie. I said, "Well, that's it." And that that was it. Because I had thought about it. You know, I think I'm I'm a human too. Uh, but I looked at Jamie. I said, "Okay, that's that's it."
0: It all worked out in the end. Now you're head coach.
1: Yeah, and it's the right thing to do. I've had several different opportunities in my career. Some, some of the timing was correct. You know, I left Arkansas went to Georgia, but that was, that, you know, Arkansas had an opportunity, plenty of time to hire a coach, and, yeah. and it wasn't like leaving. You know, I'd been here three years, and, and it was, to me, that was different. You know, I had an opportunity to, to do some other, to, to go to the NFL, but when I was here, but the timing was not right. In other words, you'd be saying, I'm, disc- I'm, not, I'm, I'm ungrateful for what you've done for me. Uh, leaving for another job, if the timing's right, that's about people's families and things of that nature. But if the timing's wrong, to be honest with you, you shouldn't even consider it. And shame on me, because I, I did think about Alabama uh, that time, but the timing was just not right for me to go.
0: So when you look at Alabama today, I mean, everybody thinks a big bad Alabama, but on the road here this last like calendar year, they've Mm -hmm. they've had some struggles. They they, they escaped Texas with a win, one point win this season. They struggled in the Iron Bowl and obviously they lost at Texas A&M last season. Why do you think that they're a little bit different on the road here in recent history than than what we've seen and gotten used to with Alabama?
1: Well, I think first of all, four of those five that you're talking about, they won. But um, certainly I know why you're talking about it, because they were close games. I think it's very, very hard to win on the road in the SEC no matter the opponent. I think it's very, very hard. I think crowds make a huge difference. Travel, all these type things. Because if you look at it, none of us really travel very much. You know, we have so many home games and then you might travel four times a year, you know, something like that. So there's differences in, and there's differences in the way you feel running into a stadium at times that you, and and crowd noise plays a big part of, of offensive football. But the key there is that They won. They won four of their last five on the road uh, in neutral, or excuse me, in non-neutral sites, uh, and they just find a way to win. And uh, that's quality of great players and great coaching. But uh, certainly, we know that whether we also know that one of those four out of five was a was a blowout too you know and and so we have to be ready to play and we're excited that I think our fans are excited we're excited that uh, we have an opportunity to have a team that has an opportunity to win Uh, we have to play extremely well but in our home stadium I think there's a lot of excitement around the state and certainly in our locker room.
0: No one's really had much success, if any, against Alabama, but Arkansas is, I think, 0-15 against Nick Saban yeah. with, with him at Alabama. Average score's been like a 26-point margin. Yeah. Things have obviously changed here at Arkansas, especially over recent history. But what, what gives you confidence going into a game like this where still a lot of people out there, you know, point spreads, whatever, it's still, you now Alabama's going to win by double digits. Well, it's against Arkansas. How do you feel about that? How's the team feel about that going into this?
1: Well, history is history, but it also can stay the same, and it can change. You know, it will change, it just depends on if it does Saturday or not. You know, history, it can't continue to repeat itself, even though it has for the last 15 years. At, at some point, it's going to change. Now, I'm not saying that's Saturday and things of that nature, but I, what I am saying is, is that there's a lot of teams in that same boat against the University of Alabama. And, uh, you know, I played against Alabama with several teams, Tennessee, Northern Illinois. And,
0: uh, Which you you guys uh, upset at, Alabama
1: Well, my point was going to be is that's the only, only, game, only time we beat them. You know, Georgia, uh, certainly here. Uh, I think there's a lot of... So, what I'm saying is I've been on a lot of different teams, a lot of opportunities, and they're hard to beat. I have a lot, a lot of respect for them and their program and certainly Coach Saban. But... And that's why you get into coaching, you know, you're going to go try to beat who is the best. Right now that's Georgia and Alabama. Do you,
0: do you see this as an an opportunity to, to change that history, to put Arkansas on the map even more so?
1: Well, I think we ha- certainly have an opportunity. Um, we've got to play extremely well, we have to win the turnover battle, just so many things. But I will say this, we have a we have a group of kids that think we can win. and that can go back from high school to college, to the NFL, to whatever. You have to believe you can win before you can. I mean, not I think, I hope. You have to believe you can win. And uh, we have a group of kids that believe we can win. Whether we do or not, it's, you know, be up to Saturday.
0: More with Arkansas coach Sam Pittman after these messages. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,
2: and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash audio. Visit IXL.com slash audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
0: How much do you think last season's performance in Tuscaloosa that they, they draw upon from that? Well, I
1: think it just helped with our belief. You know, we went in there and and probably in all honesty the
0: game wasn't
1: quite as close as seven. Uh, We were down most of the time a a couple of scores. But your kids kept fighting coming back. They kept fighting, kept coming back and were having success so that's helped us tremendously because most of the kids that were on that field last year are on the field now. And, of course, we have some transfers and those things of that nature that played in the SEC as well that had some, you know, not success because they didn't win, uh, but had some play-by-play success. So in their mind, they're going, hey, if we play well as a unit, play well as a group, play well as a team, uh, we certainly have an opportunity to win. And... Uh, so that changed the narrative from the year before when they came over here and beat us a kazillion to nothing, you know. So at least your mind saying, hey, if we do this, 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 we have a, we have a chance
0: in the transfer portal nowadays kids are going to be going against their former teams all the time now but you've you got a, a stellar player in Drew Sanders who came from Alabama who has just been absolutely phenomenal for you this year getting the quarterback disrupting things how do you deal with him in a week like this where he's obviously got a lot of connections to Bama
1: well I think you know I put it in perspective to him I'm sure he played high school games against a bunch of kids that he knew you know because of high school rivalries are close and things of that nature maybe some of them he played with, and then their parents moved across town or whatever it may be, and they went to a different school. I told him a funny story about me and basketball and I, you know, we went to the Blaine County track meet and I knew everybody at the track meet because I'd been to Canton, Watonga and Gary. I knew everybody. So my experiences was you went to school, you go to another school, you play against your old buddies and maybe it means a little bit more. You want to play well and things of that nature. Uh, Maybe it means a little bit more to the guys that you left. Certainly, a different situation because this was his opportunity that he chose, and certainly mine was my daddy got another job, you know. But I think he'll be fine. I haven't made a whole lot of, I haven't made a mountain out of a molehill with it, but I did speak to him, with him about it.
0: When you look at just, I mean, you're going one game at a time, but the, the schedule you knew going in is just extremely difficult. How, yeah. how crucial are these next few weeks to what this season is remembered?
1: Well, uh, our goal every year is to get to a bowl I mean you certainly want to get to the highest bowl that you can bowls are also mean playoffs because they're they go through the bowls so we want to get to a bowl That certainly nothing's changed uh, uh, absolutely nothing's changed because of the loss except uh, our feelings we we know that we have opportunity we have eight more opportunities and You know, the dynamic of the season changes when you lose or you win. Your mind still has hope. It still has hope. Uh, I think it would be a tough job if you got bowl ineligible. I think at that point at the season, it's sort of like in the NFL when they get playoff ineligible. uh, It's hard to motivate and things of that nature. But as long as we continue to to have an opportunity to go to a bowl, we want to go the best one we can,
0: uh, I think we'll be fine expectations jump every year with a coach and there's always that old saying like coaches lose maybe like 10 percent of the fan base no matter what they do every year just because people love new things but where do you see yourself in arkansas in five years what what is your perfect dream for the razorbacks
1: well the dream would be to go the championship game obviously if you get to the sec championship game you have an opportunity to go to the playoffs and if you win that game you're going to be in the playoffs and and uh, then you you, right now you have semis and finals and it's a one game uh, season at that point to get to the finals i want to make sure we go to a bowl each each year i mean uh, that's that's important because we couldn't for five and to be honest with you we we went to nine wins in our second year, and we won five top 25 games, and uh, we did it pretty fast, Yeah, you know. And so the expectations of the fan base and has gone crazy. And we don't want to let them down, but at times we do, as in Saturday. But the same coaching staff and the same players that had gone 8-1 and one and has beaten five top 25 teams are the same guys that unfortunately lost to Texas A&M then uh, we'll continue to work. Nothing will change. We'll continue to keep our core values of loyalty and toughness and hard work and see where that takes us. It's, it's done
0: well so far. Big picture, and you look across the SEC, and there's always the, the Blue Bloods, the top dogs, Obama, yeah. and the Georgia, and everything. Is there any way that that can be shaken up over the next four to five years, whether it's an Arkansas or, or anybody, for that matter, in the SEC?
1: I think history's shown that everybody goes down. And then if they've been up, they always come back. And I think history said that. Put it in perspective, if you've ever won a national championship, it's hard to keep you down for a long, long time because you have that in your history, in your DNA in that university. Look at some of the schools right now, Kentucky, what they're doing, and Tennessee, what they're doing, and and, um, Mm -hmm. certainly Arkansas Razorbacks, what they're doing. I think Georgia and Alabama and LSU and those guys, because they they had they went down after a natty, they'll come back. I mean, they always do. So those schools will always be there. The ones that I call them the logo schools. Yeah. The guys that can, they're recruiting at times is a little bit easier because they have that logo but they have to recruit against other logo schools too you know i was aware of that at georgia but like in arkansas can they go in there and and be a consistent pain in the butt yes and can tennessee yes you know that they, they want to you know they they've had great success so uh, i think the the big boy the big guys will be there all the time and then the other guys will come in there and uh that's what's happening. The SEC is probably more uh, balanced right now, even though you have the top two teams right now in the country. We also have three or four other teams that are in the
0: top 15 and five or six that are in the top 20. Two more things for you leapfrogging off of that when you look at the future of the SEC with Texas and OU joining it just makes things more difficult like even if you look at you know recruiting rankings for example if you put them in the SEC they're in the top three or four as far as just recruiting rankings right now which pushes even people further down the list Mm -hmm. so to speak but when they join the SEC does that make things more difficult or is there more opportunity to kind of I guess maybe to expand one your team and opportunities, but also recruiting base, for example, especially I think, the state of Texas.
1: I think bringing Texas and Oklahoma in helps our league. I do two powerful name programs, you know, and they'll they'll probably do really well in the SEC. When we left the Southwest Conference and went to the SEC, it was different. Our winning percentage wasn't and hasn't been quite the same as it was in the old conference. It's just different. This is the best conference in the country. I mean, it is. and. There's no every, not every, but a lot of coaches want to get in this league. A lot of players want to get in this league. Obviously, Texas and Oklahoma wanted to get in this league. But I think it will help us expand into Oklahoma a little bit more, which we're we're doing now because we have several guys from Oklahoma on the staff. Texas, uh, certainly we're doing now. But I think bringing them in the league, I think there'll be a little bit more chat, a little bit more talk from the coaches and from the students. At the school about Arkansas, and I think that's
0: a good thing. Is KJ Jefferson a, a special talent in your eyes? I yeah. mean, he's the guy everybody thinks about when they mention Arkansas now. He,
1: yes, he's competitor in late in games, uh, when or in situational football, he's as good as there is. Uh, done it many times. Alabama's got one in Bryce Young. Yeah. You know, he was dead to rights on a corner blitz with 40 seconds left in the game, and somehow. He made the guy miss, and K.J. has that ability. And part of it is because he's big and that's, that, and that, but most of it is because the biggest part of him is his heart and, and how hard he wants to uh, compete and how hard and how much he wants to win.
0: Thanks again to Arkansas coach Sam Pittman for being gracious enough to welcome us in to hog heaven. My thanks to Arkansas sports information director Kyle Parkinson for his assistance in Fayetteville. For my producer Lance Glenn, I'm Brendan Marcello. This has been the College Football Daily. We'll see you down the road.